0: Kimberly Monigot Murgatroyd, how are you?
1: Did you just call me a manicotti by chopping off the ending of the word in Italian?
0: So for those of you that, uh, you know, Aren't maybe grew up in New York or, you know, any of those, uh, those pockets of America where there's second generation Italians, It is very interesting as a newly found um, Italian citizen, well, not actually citizens, but Italian, a person resident, resident, resident. thank you, living in Italy. It's very interesting to hear the actual words and the words that we heard growing up. So it is not manigot, it is manacotti. It is not rigot, it is ricotti.
1: No, it's ricotta.
0: Ricotta. So it's not ganol, it's cannoli. (laughs) There's a lot of those words all of them, yeah, yeah, that's another big one. But that's not why we're here. We're not ta- we're not here to talk about Brajol. We're here to talk about trust.
1: It is fascinating to us in Italy. Here's what we've learned. We've been here just over a month, maybe five weeks, ish six weeks. The trust in this country, like in this community, it everything is built on trust. And it's, Mind blowing. It's like well, two things. It's trust, and just like the Godfather, it's it's vouching. <laughs> you got to have people vouch for you, and that and it gives trust.
0: And stand up and, for you. As the, and as we the mom wanted said. to talk. We
1: wanted to share a couple of the things that were mind blowing to us in the last, I'd say, a few weeks. You want right. to start? Well, let's Ye- start, let's start with the apartment.
0: No, I want to start with the horse because I don't even think it's on your list. It just it. A oh,
1: horse it, is a horse. It dawned horse on me. So of
0: course. Um, a a, a quick uh, backstory. It was Sophia, our seven-year-old's birthday, and you know, we just moved here. She didn't have any friends. She didn't know anybody. And it's, you know, as parents, you wanna you wanna have a great birthday party. You know, it's a it's a, it's a nice age, right? Seven years old is where they start becoming like they get out of that baby thing and they get into like more kid things. So we want to do something special. We wanted her to have a party, and we're like, I don't we don't know anybody. Like we literally got here the week of her birthday. So I, uh, I looked out and I saw like this uh, these horses that are going through the town that we live in. I was like, what? Like what a if,
1: horse and carriage.
0: Horse and carriage. What if we got a horse for her birthday? So A horse ride. A horse, we're not buying a horse. Uh, thank you. Auto-correct. She's, oh she's just going to correct me all the way down.
1: I'm going to have to because you're, you you were going to buy her a horse for her birthday.
0: So I walked Or a
1: 20-minute ride, one or the other.
0: I walked to where the- You're welcome. I walked to what? where- the, does anybody Where'd have, you? does anybody have an <laughs> auto kidding. autocorrect wife <laughs>
1: and now I'm just playing just
0: hashtag autocorrect and on Instagram and just let me know if your wife autocorrects you too great
1: does anybody have a husband who speaks completely inaccurate sentences That needs an autocorrect.
0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, On this episode, we're going to be talking about a horse and carriage ride.
1: Um,
0: And so anyway, I walked over to the guy and I said, hey, look, um, it's my daughter's birthday. I I, I spoke in my broken Italian, his broken English. And I said, it's my daughter's birthday. And I'd love to uh, see if there's a way that I can have you pick her up outside of our house at four o'clock and surprise her with a carriage. And he sort of like looked me up and down. I did not come to him through a source. I'm just a random guy that walked up to him. And he took his index finger and he put it below his eye and he slowly made a downward motion as in, you know, like I'm watching you. Um, and he said, I'll be there at four o'clock. And I knew exactly what he meant. And I got clarification from some other Italians. And the word, is, what he was doing was look in my eye and tell me that if I bring my horse and carriage to your house at four o'clock, that you will be there and I'm not going to be wasting my time. That was his way of saying it. And I learned that very quickly that, your, he didn't know me, so he had to do the I thing because I, I didn't come to him from Tony the Butcher who referred me to him and he didn't he have-
1: made a, He made a blink. He, he made a judgment call. He
0: made a judgment call in the moment. Um, He made a, he made a trust but verified judgment call. Like,
1: think about this though. He could have said, sure, it's a hundred euros and I need 50% as a deposit. Great point. So in, in other countries, and America is the only other country I lived in, we would if you did something where you were reserving something, you are required to give a deposit on whatever it is for the most part if, if you're buying flowers, you're putting a deposit if you're ordering a cake you're you're paying fifty percent there's always like this fifty percent now fifty percent when I show up thing it's like trust but, not really. You know, it's like... if You're, you, you're,
0: you're, you're, hedge, you're hedging your bets. You're cutting your losses. Yeah. You're mitigating potential downsides. But that doesn't happen here. No.
1: But here, he could have said, it's a hundred bucks, give me 50. Now, and I'll 50 when I get there. And then there's mutual trust, right? There's mutual, like you both have skin in the game. But this was nothing.
0: This is the first one. Okay, what's another one?
1: So, but that was that. And then we go to, um, we, we need to rent an apartment. We're in a temporary apartment here and we need a, like a real one. So it is, I can't tell you how difficult it is to rent an apartment here. It is not easy, one, two. Rob and I are like on the show um, House Hunters International, basically, because we have a list of things where we watch, if you haven't watched the show, Typically, there's a couple in a foreign country that goes to a real estate agent and says, I want 17 bedrooms, a maid, a, a terrace, a garden. And the agent goes, this sounds amazing. How much do you want to pay? And they're like, 900 euros. You know, it's something completely ridiculous. They, they, their laundry list versus what they're willing to afford and are, are willing to pay. And so Rob and I have this list. We want a minimum of three bedrooms. We want more than one bathroom. We want it updated, but not like looking like a spaceship. We want it to still be Italian charming. And we want a really big terrace with an amazing view. Okay. That is not easy to to, find as a foreigner. It's a unicorn here as a foreigner, because there's not many. I mean, there's a lot of terraced properties, but these properties are handed down 100, 200, 300 years. These properties have been in families forever. And so finding that property is really difficult. And you couple it with the fact that the way the Italian laws here are for renters, they basically can't kick you out. We have friends that have owned houses here, Italian friends, and had renters in them. And the renters stopped paying And it was like two and a half years before they could finally get the courts to actually get the people out of the house with no recourse of getting the money.
0: There's no 90 days if you don't pay, we're going to put your shit on the street. That doesn't exist here. It can go on for two years. You could literally make a plea to the archdiocese and say, I can't afford. And not only... not only can it go on for two years. The only way you can get them out is if you pay them to move into another place to help them to get into another place. Yes. Yes, yes, you heard that right. If they didn't pay your rent for two years, you have to give them money to get out into a new place. It is bizarre.
1: It is bizarre and it is very, very, very uh one way towards the renter. So as you can imagine, people with these incredible properties. Why would they rent them? Why they don't want to give them up to just any hoo-ha that comes into town from Los Angeles that's like, hey, we're really looking for a place on a terrace. You know, they're they're not really down for that. So trust is important. And so what we we had. I'm not kidding. How many real estate agents did you have working I
0: had 10 real estate agents I was working with simultaneously.
1: Okay, but nine of them we found- On the internet. On the internet. One of them was a dad at, a school, at Sophia's school, Rob became friends with. He told, Rob told him, we're looking for a place. He said, hey, I have this agent. I'm going to connect you with her. This man has bought a couple of properties, with this agent, so the agent knows him well. Trust him. He vouched, I'm going to be very godfather, vouched for Rob by making the connection with the agent because you don't do that here. Unless you know and trust the person, you're not connecting them. Because everything here is, this is, this is Robert, the friend of piero this is kimberly the wife of robert who's the friend of piero they connect everything here to what they know and it's funny our um side note our uh we're doing an art history tour every week with a tour guide lauren and she's great but when she goes to the doctor the doctor is family friends of her uh boyfriend and so they'll say this is the girlfriend Uh, This is so-and-so's girlfriend. They don't refer to her by name. So everything is- For
0: for, for years. For
1: years. And so everything is who you're known through and how you're connected. And so this man at the school connected Rob to the real estate agent, vouched for him, you know, unofficially vouched for him. The real estate agent happened to know a guy that had a house with a rooftop that he does rent it wasn't in the MLS. It wasn't even up for rent. There's people living in it. But she called him and said, I know you have this property. Do you have, uh, are your tenants going to be renewing their lease? And when is the lease up? And all of that. And he said, well, I haven't really even thought about it because it's not up until the spring. But if you have someone that's interested, okay. And so he opened the doors, let us view the property, and he reached out to the tenant and asked when they're leaving. Long story short, they're leaving in June. And so, yes, we have to wait until June to move into this apartment that checks all the boxes. But here's the thing with the apartment. It's not cheap, okay? It's not cheap. An inexpensive place. We have, we're basically living inside the duomo and <laughs> we have the most magnificent view. The property's been in his family for hundreds of years or a couple hundred years, maybe. This isn't a cheap place. There was no credit check. There was no um, application. When I when we moved into our house in um California, we literally to even apply for the house, we had to do a background check, a credit check. And we had to write an essay about our family, why we wanted to live there, including the dog and the daughter that didn't, like, was an adult. We had to write an essay about everyone in our family so they could make a a decision on who to rent to. Here, it was a one meeting, a couple of words, and vouching. I think the real estate agent... You know, your friend Piero vouched for you with the real estate agent, the real estate agent vouched for you with the guy because she's known him for a while. And that's how we got the apartment.
0: Now, if you think about it too, the way the way it worked was when we signed the contract, um, to, I mean, to your point, look, if we didn't pay the rent, he couldn't get us out and he'd be out a shit ton of money for two years and a lot of headaches. So it would certainly make sense to my American brain to make sure and, and, oh, by the way, he's a lawyer. And his father's a lawyer. Yeah. Okay. And they live in the building. Okay. So it's not like they are naive. Well, they're to law offices in the building. Law offices. But, it's like, yeah, but it's not like they are naive yeah. to protecting themselves. They are they are attorneys. So when we met when we met them,
1: he didn't even ask what we did for a living. It was like a, nothing.
0: When we met them, we met um, where we're living now. We have a, a beautiful rooftop. We met him on the rooftop. And our our signing of the lease the conversation was ninety nine point nine percent chit chat about Florence and Florentine history and his children and where they go horseback riding and everything related to that. And then it was in the last two minutes. All right, let's get down to it. Sign here, sign here, sign here. Hey, here's my number on WhatsApp. Let's connect. Let's let's uh, let's talk about the kids. You know, maybe getting together and going horseback riding because he has a seven year old uh, kid as well. And it was the bulk of the conversation had nothing to do with the legality of it and had everything to do with, I want to get to know you guys. So let me learn more about you. And then we learned he's, he's writing and he's written novels before. And so it's, it, you know, I laugh because every conversation I have that whenever I'm doing anything that, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say business because it's not, I'm not really doing business here, but Any conversation that I have with somebody where we're going to have a meeting, I don't care what it is. Okay, I'll give you a great example. I went to get my haircut. And when I went to get my haircut, the haircutter was like, you know, let's sit down and have coffee. Like, it's all about, I want to sit down and get to know you. To, you know, to your point of the way, it's all coming together for me now. The way that they can make a recommendation to say, hey, you are the friend of so-and-so, the only way they can do that is if they know you. Yes. So they they the effort is put into, I want to know you. I want to know what you stand for so I can make a judgment about whether or not we're going to be friends, about whether or not I can refer you to other people. Because if I have coffee with you and I don't like you, I'm not going well, to refer anybody to you.
1: So that's the thing. So uh, Rob, okay, another great example. Talk about your tailor.
0: Okay. So I went out and um, I went to my tailor. I'm saying my how tailor. Did,
1: how did you get connected with the tailor? Because this is important. You didn't just pull them out of the yellow pages.
0: So the the way I got the tailor is we went and we bought a pair of shoes. The guy we bought a pair of shoes from recommended the tailor. I went to the tailor. So he came from, you know, somebody that was... And you
1: walked into the tailor and you said, Matias sent me.
0: Matias sent me. And he's like, Oh, okay, 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 I I know exactly who he is. So I went in and um he did his tailoring thing. And I said, So, you know, when will they be ready? He said, probably be ready sometime next week. And he said, Well, where do you live? And I told him the street that we live on, and he said, Oh, which building? And I told him which building goes, Oh, okay, that's beautiful over there. Nice. So three days goes by and I get a call from the concierge in our building and says, Hey, I've got your um, I've got your tailoring here and i said you got my tailoring what do you mean he said i don't know i put it in your um he i'm sorry he WhatsApp me he said i don't know i put it in your apartment so when i came home all the alterations that i had him do were sitting in a bag in my apartment and i was like what? i didn't even pay him how, how does he even know where i live i'm really confused right now like why is why are these clothes in my house because you were I supposed to go, pick him, supposed pay, to go him pay, pick pay him and pick him up. I was supposed to go him. I have a ticket. Why? I don't understand that. So, you know, I went back and I was like, hey, how you doing? He said, oh, I was going out of town. I just figured I'd, I'd drop. I got them done early and I was going out of town. I figured I'd drop them off to you. So and you had
1: them for the weekend. So you,
0: had, so you had them for the weekend. And I was like, I, I didn't even pay you. He said, that's fine. You, I, you just pay me when you pay me. And I was like, are you like... I felt so uncomfortable that I didn't pay I was like here here he goes no don't, don't you're fine don't like you're you're good don't worry about it so we had a similar thing when we we went to venice last week and we tipped one of the concierges for helping us but the guy who put us on the boat was another concierge and so i I got onto the taxi, the water taxi. And I said, Kim, did did you tip? She goes, well, I tipped the other guy. But I, the guy who's here now, I didn't tip him. I'm like, oh, well, we got to tip. I don't want to leave here. Have him think, oh my God, these guys are leaving without tipping. I got off the boat. The boat's waiting to leave. I jumped off. I ran in. The guy looks at me like, well, what, what's going on? Is everything okay? I was like, we tip you. He said, no, you tip the other guy. You're fine. He's like, do not do not worry about this. So I was like, oh, that's interesting.
1: But it's so fascinating to me because here's other than just telling you some interesting stories, for me, I looked at this and I was like, wow, your word and your energy, like how you show up and your word here is everything. Because there is no default. There is no make that deposit. There is no, let me do 72 background checks and make sure you're a good person. Like how you show up and your word is everything. And so what does that make you do? it makes you show up and always be impeccable with your work. Well, there's
0: two things, right? Thing, Thing number one is the moment we don't pay the rent and we miss a payment for whatever the reason, if that were to happen, I know based on how things work here, it would be one second that our reputation would be damaged and we would not get the treatments that we get now. So if I have anything that I need from the guy who owns this house, anything at all, he's going to do it because we've been impeccable with our word and he trusts us. And we trust him. And we trust him. But if I violate that in any way, I feel like I want to be... I feel like they would shame me publicly in the town they would, square. We would
1: go to the square where they used to do the spankings. They, by they, the way-
0: They literally used to do spankings But that's
1: here. my point. So th- that is my point. So they did spankings in one of the squares and this particular square now has um, like leather stores, like little carts but it used to be all the bankers. So you think the Medici bankers, right? And all the other bankers, all the tables were set up. You could go and you could um, borrow money and you could pay your debts. And people that didn't pay their debts, they literally used to bend them over, bare butt- In the middle of where all these bankers were and publicly spank them as humiliation. That's
0: probably why there's leather there now because now they're-
1: Oh my God, please. So, but think about that though. That, what was your- you were borrowing money based on what? What what their blink was of you and your word. And that is what was worth everything here. I'll give you another example. There's a church here that I think it's called the 12 Good Men or some version of that in Italian. And the way the story goes that we were told, there's two offerings. Uh, there's two little slots. Slot on the left is if you have fallen on hard times and you need assistance, you write a letter, explain your, your case, and you put it in the slot. On the other side, if you are blessed and you have extra income that you can help the community, you make a donation. And this has been going on for 400 years. And so what we were told is there's a group of men, 12 men, that sit um, every month and they read what the requests are and they see how much money they have and they grant these requests. So back in the day, if someone was in debtor's prison, but you know, it was for whatever, like they felt like this person was an up good standing member of society and maybe fell on hard times or something, they would pay the debt and get him out and help him on his feet. Like they would make these decisions based on what? Who you are, how you show up, and if you're trustworthy, because they want to help people that are, in turn, going to also like be, have that reciprocity of coming back. I think that's really important. So here, it's like when I look at what this is in our in in our businesses and our previous life, there are so many contracts and legalities and and things like someone's word is no longer important as not, not as important as the contract right so it's like we can make an agreement but the word of the person isn't valued it's whatever was written in that contract
0: yeah and i think what it does is it makes you not try and be scammy in any way because you know that you're so open um it's almost the word visceral is popping in my mind it's like you're it's like you're so open that the exposed maybe is a better word yeah. that Everybody, like you, you just, you're not going to not do what you say you're going to do because you know that there is, there is, sh- there's shame. That's the there's word. There's shame. There's shame.
1: There's shame because if you don't pay that, Taylor, He's going to tell Mattia, Mattia, where you bought the shoes, is going to be like, dude, I sent you my tailor, you didn't pay the tailor? It's a and ripple effect. And Mattia is going to tell the next, he's never going to give you another recommendation for anything. And he's never going to make in another connection for you. Everything, and this is what's so funny to me, and I keep bringing it back to the Godfather, I, jokingly, I'm not like making light of the mafia, but everything here is a connection. It's a connection of a connection of a connection. And like, even the restaurants, like, and the best restaurant recommendations we're getting here are from people that work in restaurants because we want the local hole in the wall spot. We don't want the touristy place, you know, we want the local where where they love to eat. And so even that, that recommendation is being paid forward and people will say, How did you find this restaurant? And we'll say, Oh, from so and so. Well, if we had walked in and we were an a hole, right, it wouldn't have worked out. It, like they would have went back to their friend and said, "Why you you recommended this American guy with the hair, and he came in here and was such an a hole?" Like they would never give you a recommendation again.
0: So the Italian credit check is your reputation. Yeah. And if you don't have a reputation, you lean on the reputation of someone else.
1: Yeah. Until you build a reputation, that's really All right, good. One more. You got one more packages uh, it, that's it, that's it doesn't matter. So we're wondering it here okay here's how the mail works here. If you get a package in the mail it go if you're not home they ring the bell. If you're not home it goes to Italian post and then god knows what happens to it. It's in the pit of the Italian post office you can never find it again. And so right now where we live we have a we have a doorman and so the doorman accepts all of our packages. So we don't have this problem. But where we're moving to we're like, we don't know what to do. So we asked the owner of the apartment what he does. And he said, well, you're always welcome to send it to my law office. And so if you Amazon or something, or send a package, they usually say delivery instructions. He said, what I do is I put, if if no one answers, please leave it at the store next door. And so there's a, a man at like, let's call it a convenience store that will accept our packages that level of trust. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was like, well, so how do we do it? He said, I'll just introduce you to the man.
1: He's like, I'll just introduce you to I the man. I was like,
0: okay, we got it. So, so
1: what I wrote down, similar to what you just said, is your word is your currency.
0: Love that. We your, can end on that note. That was really...
1: If you, If everybody applied that in their life today, how you show up, your energy and your word is your currency. If every single person applied that in their life, the world would shift and be a much better place.
0: No credit check required. Oh and my I'm God. sure that you're probably <laughs> looking and you're probably going, well, the Italian system is bankrupt and they have all these problems. I got to tell you, they are not emotionally bankrupt. They are, Their heart is full and maybe it is inefficient. Maybe it is ineffective. And maybe there's been all sorts of problems as a result of it. But I'll tell you. I'm happy. Re- I really like <laughs> I really like the way that they're doing it. That's it everybody, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game,